morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another stupendous installment. From high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the depths of the Middle Swamp in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. As you no doubt have noticed, I'm still not quite at 100%. I attribute that to be a direct result of being in the middle swamp and being subjected to the Democrat rhino virus that seems to be running rampant around this place. I tell you, my friends, these redcoats are as thick as thieves around Cheyenne. Wait, what am I saying? They're pretty much the same thing. They are always trying to steal more of your money. They lie to you at every turn. Yeah, pretty much sounds like a thief. Every single day, they come up with a more creative and more insidious way to take more of your hard-earned money and spend it on frivolous things that aren't going to do a darn thing. And when somebody stands up and explains to them how their plan isn't going to work, they brush it aside and they add yet another more complex layer to their Rube Goldberg machine as if that's going to make any difference. And then when it doesn't work, they're flabbergasted and they have to come up with yet another more complex and more ingenious scheme to spend more of your money to try to fix a problem that they themselves probably created in the first place. And far be it for them to accept the ridiculous premise that maybe Wyoming citizens are better equipped to handle problems than the Wyoming legislature. And they would never accept the preposterous proposition that maybe Wyoming parents are better equipped to solve the problems of Wyoming youth than some politicians down in our capital city. Take, for example, new Representative Ken Clouston from Gillette. The House was debating a bill that would have increased the legal age at which somebody could get married to 16. New names, new faces, fresh ideas. Uh, maybe not so much. Here's what Representative Clouston had to say when responding to a point that this whole decision is left up to Wyoming parents. We have a responsibility here. Uh, not all parents or all guardians are good people, right? Anything we can do to protect these children, we need to do. I'm willing to give up a little bit of rights to do what I feel is the right thing to help take care of our kids. Oh, well, I get it. Parenting decisions ought to be left up to the Wyoming legislature. They do such a fabulous job managing everything else. Why shouldn't we let them make all of our parenting decisions for us? Why shouldn't we do that? Well, first, because that's not your job, Kenny boy. And second, there's a fair argument to be made that whenever the Department of Family Services gets involved, it ends up ruining families and ends up creating many more problems for Wyoming children. Here's what Representative Mark Jennings had to say. Now, they didn't listen to him, but here's what he had to say anyway. I want you to think about the other side of this for the young lady. I mean, we all have reasons to vote for or against this. What does this force that person to make the decision to? We can say, okay, well, she won't have to worry about sex trafficking, although I would argue that uh, we won't solve that with this bill. It'll still be out there. It'll still be a problem. Now at 16, she's going to get to make a decision of whether or not she wants to be a single mother and who all that involves. She's going to get to make decisions that 
going to be hard for a couple to handle, let alone a single person. And I just, I just hate to see our institution again take away a, take a swipe at an institution that is the bedrock of a society, of a free society. It's been around for a long time. Is it perfect? No. This legislation won't make it perfect either. We're making legislation because of 20 people that, that uh, we're putting out there a year from the age 18 and under. 20. And we're going to affect people that are going to have to make decisions. Maybe they come upon this because maybe she got pregnant. Now she's got to decide, do I want to keep that child? Or do I not want to? Do I want to raise that child by, on my own? Or do I want to strive towards the family that, I, that I've wanted? Personal responsibility plays into this. A lot of times we don't, we don't like that. If you're talking the crime, and I think sometimes the other side's talking the crime, listen, it's a crime. You want to up the penalty and go after the criminal, I'm with you. But don't attack this, this institution that has been the bedrock of Western civilization and do it all in the name of somebody that, um, you know, is in a bad circumstance. Not every one of those people. We don't want those young people to have to face life in some circumstances and make some decisions that are very difficult to make. And they're even harder to make on their own. And the state's not going to be there to make all those decisions for them. They'll get to pay for a good share of it. We'll see more legislation. Listen, as the state has gotten involved in things, it's gotten more costly. It has become more and more problematic. It's uh, the old uh, president that says, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Well-intentioned does not always make the best uh, policy. While Representative Jennings didn't explicitly mention this, he only alluded to it. This policy, that is, increasing the legal age at which somebody can get married, is necessarily going to result in more abortions in the state of Wyoming. Every single time we eliminate personal responsibility from anything, it has disastrous results. And this time is going to be no different. What's amazing is you had people on the floor of the House of Representatives say that they themselves were the product of a teenage pregnancy. And here they are sitting in the people's house as an elected representative. Yet none of that swayed any of the liberal redcoats. Nope. They went ahead and voted for the bill anyway. The truth is, this bill of increasing the legal age at which somebody can get married is not going to solve any of the problems that were brought up on the floor of the House. It's not going to solve human trafficking. It's not going to solve all of the problems that young people have when they're in school. It's not going to solve any of that. And it's certainly not going to solve any of the problems that arise with teenage pregnancy. Not one bit. What is true, and what has been true for thousands of years, is that the group of people that are best equipped to deal with family problems is the family itself, not the state, and certainly not the Wyoming legislature. Coming up, 
we're going to have a discussion with Senator Tim Salazar. He's got a bill that will solve a big problem, or at the very least, put some giant skids on it. But first, some completely outrageous self-aggrandizement. You can listen to the podcast from any of your favorite podcasting apps, iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, really any of them will work. But the easiest way is just to go to the website, cowboystatepolitics.com. There, you can find all of the shows, as well as any of the articles that I might bring up during the course of a program. If you're one of these Redcoats in Cheyenne, and you really think that the Wyoming legislature can solve family problems, well, you can go to CowboyStatePolitics.com and find lots of reasons why you're living in a dream world. We'll get back to the program in just a second, but first, an obscene profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for an outbuilding or a garage or a barn or a roping arena or maybe a giant warehouse, then you need to call my friends Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings, 307-674-2532. These guys are the experts in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. So it doesn't really matter what type of metal structure you've been considering. Give Nick and Jesse a call. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. If you're like me, you're always on the lookout for a new firearm. Gunrunner Auctions should be your first stop. They almost always have a wide variety of firearms of all makes, models, and calibers. Every month, beginning on the 7th, Scott Weber, the owner, posts 500 fine firearms for sale. He and his team at Gunrunner Auctions are unique in that they specialize in estate firearms. The first thing they do is they'll travel to the estate and appraise the firearms collection for the heirs. He then takes them to his Cody auction facility where he and his team research them, sometimes getting letters from the Cody Museum about each firearm's history. They've sold the personal collections of Elvis Presley, Steve McQueen, Herb Parsons, just to name a few. And it's not just firearms. They almost always have a wide selection of ammunition and firearms accessories. So it doesn't really matter what type of firearm or accessory you're looking for. Go to Gunrunner Auctions and you'll probably find it. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but it's still winter in Wyoming. And it's still going to snow, which also means that you are still going to have to go outside and shovel the walk. To keep your feet warm while you're doing it, you should order some socks from the Buffalo Wool Company. They're the warmest socks that I've ever put on my feet, which is saying something because I have a huge selection of wool socks in my drawer. They're by far the warmest socks that I've ever put on my feet. So go check out their website, thebuffalowoolco.com. And now, back to the program. Every year, 
hundreds of bills are filed in the Wyoming legislature, purporting to solve all manner of different problems, some of which are actually problems, others are ones that have been created by the legislature itself. Most of them, however, don't solve any problems at all. Every once in a while, though, a bill is filed that actually does solve a significant problem that our state is facing. One of those is Senator Tim Salazar's Senate File 109. It's a bill that prevents chemical abortions. Whether you know it or not, chemical abortions account for 53% of all abortions that are performed in the United States every single year. In some states, you can actually order these drugs on Amazon. How horrifying is that? I caught up with the senator to talk about his bill. Here's our discussion. I'm joined this evening by Senator Tim Salazar. Tim has a uh, abortifacients bill that's making its way through the Wyoming legislature. Welcome to Cowboy State Politics, Tim. Thank you, David. Um, it's a real pleasure to be here. I it, this is my first time on your show, but I obviously I I listen to your shows, and you know I, I just I will say that you just bring such a a breath of fresh air um, and true facts. Um, about uh, what's happening in the state legislature, um, and I'm uh, I'm a fan of yours, and I know many people in my district listen to your show on a regular basis. So it's a real pleasure to be with you. Well, thank you very much for that. So the way I always start the program, if you if it's the first time on the show, is why don't you just take a little bit and tell my listeners about yourself? Yeah, be happy to. So um, I represent Senate District 26, which encompasses Dubois, Pavilion, Riverton. Um, and Jeffrey City. It, it kind of looks like a boomerang if, if you could visualize that. Before I, got, uh, before I um, was elected into the state legislature, um, I was an um, Army infantry officer for 20, uh, 26 years. Um, oh, and I, w- I will mention that before I was elected to the Senate in uh, 2020, I spent four years in the House of Representatives um, and sat on the House Judiciary Committee for those four years. Um, and I was privileged to uh, be a part of passing uh, Stand Your Ground. Um, and, uh, but um, this, uh, this uh, legislative session, there's so much going on. As you know, David, you, you um, are, are constantly um, um, watching us, and that's good for the media to do that. And uh, right now, working on Senate File 109, pro- prohibiting chemical abortion. Okay, so, I mean, that's a bill that I'm really interested in because we, a lot of people think of abortion as, you know, the woman goes into the abortion clinic and it's the, the real horrible scenario that, um, that, that we all imagine abortion to be. But the reality is um, that a lot of these abortion drugs can be ordered off of online. You know, it's almost like dial it up on Amazon and you can order it. So why don't you tell us about your bill? Absolutely, thanks. Well, first of all, let me say this. Um, I, I just find it ironic that I'm, I'm here. When I was growing up, I had no interest in politics. And uh, uh, I, it, it, this issue actually brought me into uh, wanting to learn more about politics. And, and so this has been near and dear to me for so many years. Um, I'm one of those, um, David, that believes that um, abortion is the taking of human life. It is. I believe that life begins at conception. I believe that the life movement is, is to me, uh, the most important issue of our day. And I'll tell you why. Because if a small baby, a child in the womb, um, doesn't have the ability to, 
to have the life that you and I are enjoying right now, no other issue matters. Uh, the, the state budget doesn't matter to, to that small, dear little child. Um, license plates, nothing is more important than life. And um, as others have said, we're going to look back on this generation and we will, we will look back and think that generation actually allowed abortions to occur in the United States of America. And, and so this is so important to protect human life. I happen to believe that life is given to us by God. And um, the Savior um, has preordained these lives, and we're snuffing them out. So um, Senate File 109 does one thing and one thing only, David. It prevents the use of four drugs being used for the purpose of performing an abortion. That's all this bill does. These four um, abortion drugs are used um, for the purpose of performing an abortion. And this bill prohibits the use of those uh, chemicals for the sole purpose of snuffing out life. I will, I will tell you, David, this bill does not prevent contraception. Uh, it, it, this bill prevents the prosecution of a woman who receives an abortion. Um, it allows the treatment of miscarriage, and it allows abortion in the cases of rape, incest, and protecting the life of the mother from imminent peril. Um, I put those exceptions in the bill. Um, I don't agree with all those um, exceptions, but I put them in the bill so that something can pass through the legislature that will protect 90 to 95% of, of, of those children who normally, uh, if we didn't ha- pass this bill, uh, would be aborted. And so um, it's not a perfect bill, but it's the best bill um, that, that I think we can come up with. I will tell you, if you look at the, um, the first page of the, of the bill, uh, there are almost 40 co-sponsors in this, in this bill. Um, and it's to send a message uh, not only to the legislature, uh, but, but to those who oppose this bill, that there is widespread support. I happen to believe that the majority of the people in the state of Wyoming are pro-life. Um, contrary to what you might read um, in the newspapers or online, I believe we are a pro-life state. And, and so that's why I and others are bringing this bill forward. Well, I think it's a great bill, but I do have a couple of questions for you. Now, I, I don't particularly care for those exceptions either. Uh, but as we saw with the trigger bill, uh, you know, you could argue that that bill was not going to be passed without those exceptions in it. Now, one question as it relates to your bill is there's a section in there that talks about sexual assault and, and rape. And I, I wonder if there isn't a time period put on that. So what I mean is um, we want rapes to be po- reported as soon as possible, you know, for a couple of reasons. One, for the health, health of welfare of the victim, and two, so we can catch the dirt bag that did it. What concerns me, though, is without having some sort of time limit in there, do you foresee perhaps somebody waiting five months or six months and then saying, well, this pregnancy is a result of a rape. I mean, did you consider putting a time limit in there at all? You know, that's a good point, David. Um, and I, I did not. 
and I think that that is an issue that may that we might want to look at. Um, you know, as I said, as I said before, this is not a perfect bill. You know, the trigger uh, I see I see it this way. Um, uh, well, let me let me get specifically to your question first. I think that's something that we might want to look at because I think you have a valid point in that. Um, and uh, the more eyes that are on this bill, the better. Um, I will tell you that the I actually brought this bill a year ago, and I have not changed a single dot to this bill this year. And the reason I did that is because it passed out of the Senate with two-thirds of the Senate supporting this. And my, my apprehension is if that if I change any part of this bill, um, someone who's, um, shall we say, uh, on the fence may uh, say, well, you've, you've changed this bill significantly, and now I can't support it where I did a year ago. I want this bill to pass through the Senate. I want this bill to pass through the House, and I want the governor to sign it. And um, as those of us who are in the pro-life movement, we have to get something. This is the closest thing I think that we can get to eliminating close to 90 to 95% of convenience abortions in the state of Wyoming. But to your point, I think you have a good point, and... Um, I, th I don't think there's anything that would prevent us in 12 months coming back and taking a look, in that, a look at that, because quite frankly, I think you have a, a valid point. You brought up an interesting thing just a minute ago, too, that a lot of the abortions we see like now, uh, really, they're convenience abortions. And it's, uh, what really troubles me is that you know, abortion has become one of these things. It's used more as contraception than anything, and of course... I mean, it's not contraception because you're killing another human life. Um, but it, I mean, this whole topic of abortion, I mean, I find it, I find it absolutely reprehensible, you know. And so I agree with you that anything that we can do, um, we ought to do. And, you know, even though um, we don't like those exceptions, you know, there are some folks in the legislature that just won't vote for it without them. And, and you raise an excellent point. You know, I will tell you, David, and I know you know this, you know, we... Um, just look at last year. We, we, the statistics that I have are that almost uh, close to 100 abortions were performed in 2022. Those are 100. Those are 100 citizens, young people that uh, we could have saved um, had we enacted this sooner. This this needs to go forward. And um, I know people around the state are, are hoping that it will. Well, I, ho I hope that it does. And I, after reading the bill, and I'll post a copy of it on Cowboy State Politics so everybody can um, read it without having to go to the legislative website. But I like your bill, Senator, and uh, just keep us posted on how it, how it goes. Thank you, David. And, and please keep up your good work. I, I know there are so many people out there who are following you and support what you're trying to do with your program. Well, thank you very much, Tim. You have a good, good evening. Thanks. The senator's bill is up in committee this morning, and as he mentioned last year, it sailed through the Wyoming Senate only to be buried in the Wyoming House. This year, hopefully, that will be different. As I mentioned earlier, chemical abortions account for 53% of all babies that are killed in the United States every single year. 
That's a horrifying statistic. I'll make sure that I keep you posted on where that bill is at in the Wyoming legislature. Cowboy State Politics is your source for everything that is happening at the Wyoming legislature. If you go to the website, cowboystatepolitics.com, you can find all of the shows. And don't forget to check out the articles page that I just added a few weeks ago. I've been posting a new article at least once a week. Well, that'll do it for this morning's installment of Cowboy State Politics. Don't forget about tomorrow's live episode that begins at 10 a.m. You can find the live link at CowboyStatePolitics.com or on the Cowboy State Politics Facebook page. But for now, from the depths of the Middle Swamp in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics. <laughs>